Hey everybody, welcome back to We Are Podcast. This is Camp Slash Horrorcast, Season 4, Episode 24, The Shining. If this is your first time checking out the Podcast Network, we appreciate it. Please head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And just a reminder, Camp Slash Horrorcast is a weekly live video cast available on Twitch and YouTube. We go live every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Time at twitch.tv backslash wearepodcastnetwork and youtube.com backslash wearepodcastnetwork. As the Camp Slash Horrorcast is live, I will not be editing the audio for this podcast. So what you saw live is what you get here. Please come watch the stream every Monday at 8 p.m. And if you want to see the previous streams, go check out our Twitch or YouTube channel. And for a full list of future films we'll be watching, please head over to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast. All links can be found in the description. And with that, on to the horror cast. Camp slash Horrorcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Camp Slash Horrorcast, where we talk horror movies from the past every Monday at 8 p.m. Central. I am Dr. Head Camp Counselor in my very messy room. I'm here with other Head Camp Counselors. We got David. All work and no play makes Jessup a doll boy. Jessup, David, how are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good. Good, good, good. Next, we got Jay. I'm going to bash your brains in McClintock. Oh, shit, he's got the bat. Jay, how are you doing, sir? Doing good. That was very aggressive, but you know, it's all good. Very, very aggressive. After I said that, I was like, oh man, I feel bad. Uh, and finally, <laughs> we got Raph. Here's Johnny Ramirez. Raph, how are you, sir? Uh, I, did, I didn't get it. You didn't get it? You didn't get it? I didn't get it. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> y'all, we watched The Shining release date, May 23rd, 1980. Uh, running time, 146 minutes. No, it's 144 minutes. No, it's 119 minutes. It all depends on which country you were in when this movie came out and how Stanley Kubrick felt about the cut at the time. Budget, $19 million. Box office, $47.3 million. Uh, synopsis, a family heads to an isolated hotel for the winter where a sinister presence influences the father into violence, while his psychic son sees horrific forebodings from both past and future. Let us check out a trailer. Oh, there is the freaking poster that Raph loves so much. Can you see it, Raph? Yeah, and I, post, yeah. I posted it. Supposedly, it took... 300 tries to get this poster right and that would go hand in hand with how stanley kubrick directed it took so many takes to get the scenes correct and and they settled for a picture of bat boy from the weekly world news (laughs) 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 on a yellow and black background kubrick you mad genius you son of a bitch you did it kubrick (laughs) you did it all right, trailer time. Let's see if we can watch this bad boy. I don't suppose they uh, told you anything in Denver about that. Coming through the headset. Hold on, hold on. Hold up. Hey. All right, now it's coming through. Look at that dog. It's Tony. Hard man name. Say hi, Tony. <laughs> that's Tony. There was yeah. a Tony in the movie. Charles. Yeah, I know. That's why it's scary. Tony, where'd you come from? <laughs> That's why it's red scary. Rob, red Robin. Red Robin. Normal individual. But at some point. Oh, how about that kid's acting? Oh. Uh, we'll get to it. A complete mental break. And I was saying I didn't get it. I was saying I didn't get the movie. You didn't get the movie? <laughs> oh, we'll get it. Rest assured. It's not going to happen with me. 
<laughs> you did. <laughs> Mom, I really want to go and live in that hotel for the winter. Sure. You just gonna chill? It'll be lots of Ooh. fun. The only thing that can get a bit trying up here during the winter is uh, the tremendous sense of isolation. I like how he was really cool when he got told that they were murdered, and he's like, "That's fine." <laughs> he's like, Let me I like bring my whole stuff. family. She's yeah. Oh, he says that his uh, wife likes horror stuff. Yep. And that you got to live inside of a horror movie. Bro. And I don't know where Javi finds her to be attractive. I'm oh, sorry. I think Shelly Duvall is a fucking goddess. I think she's so attractive. So I was watching it with my friend, and we think it's because she looks like a Tim Burton character. Oh, totally. So did yeah, you right? see the blood at the end of the trailer there? He had yeah. to fight them to get that in there. And what he ended up saying was, it's rusty water. Uh, <laughs> and they passed it. Freaking <laughs> ridiculous. All right. Let's uh, talk about our history with it real quick. I will begin. My first girlfriend was all about this movie, but she was very confused about the dog face blowjob scene. Uh, mm -hmm. To which I said, I can teach you. No, to which I said, <laughs> I've never seen it. So I had to check out the movie. And the first time I watched it, it creeped the hell out of me. I mm. never felt like it was super scary. But I, as I get older, it becomes scarier. And I don't know why that is. Maybe because this movie kind of is like a midlife crisis in a lot of ways. Uh, also, the domestic violence aspect of it is very very scary and i think as you get older uh and you've been in relationships sometimes that fail like myself and have been uh, uh domestically abused by partners yeah that becomes even more terrifying so uh great movie i love it raf you don't get it though what's your history with <laughs> oh so yeah i do remember watching it several times and uh a fucking again a well-shot movie um i just i i got a feeling that it was like the sixth sense because at the end he's in the picture, so I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. So I need uh, to explain. I need somebody so, to explain. Supposedly to me. that is not really him, but that is a manifestation of him in a previous life, and he so, was in that. So he was destined to relive his uh, madness again <laughs> within this life. Uh, and this was in like the pretext. No, uh, I read that today. <laughs> I don't like that explanation. What I like is he has become part of the ghost of the hotel. And so therefore that ball that he goes to when he goes to the bar the second time, he is part of that, which replays over and over and over again. And they just collected another soul. And well, that's, uh, that's why he's in the photo. That's, what, that's why the, the scene in Dr. Sleep ties in so well, because he's now the guy working at the bar. He's Lloyd. So he's, he's Lloyd. Oh, yeah. he, gets, he gets sucked into the picture. He's now part of the hotel, and when Danny Torrance goes back, he's now Lloyd. And so that that picture at the end makes more sense with Doctor Sleep. Which, I, by the way, watching these movies back to back is the greatest experience ever, next to cocaine on heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Speedball, baby, that's at the day. same time. Yep. Yeah, we'll definitely get into some more in depth conversation about this here. Jay, what's your history with the movie? Uh, I saw it for the first time when I was a junior in high school. It was on late at night. I caught about half of it, and I was like, "All right, man, I've got to get, I got to get some sleep." So one Sunday afternoon, it was on, and I devoted that time to just powering through it. And man, power through it is what I did. It's not that it's a boring movie, but it is just it's a it's. It's two and a half hours, and it feels like two and a half hours. It is not – I mean, and it's not meant to be paced like in an amazing way. 
And I, I'm, I'm not faulting him for that, but man, you really feel every it's a slow burn. Mi- s- slow would be a slight <laughs> understatement. <laughs> like it, it speeds up every now and then, and then it goes, all right, time to time to bring it back down. Like it's definitely a movie that you gotta just you, you cannot be an impatient person and watch this movie. You gotta you gotta just get through it. But I liked it. I definitely liked it. I think, I think it's, it's definitely like looking at a painting at a museum. You have to sit there and stare at it and really take it in and try to digest it. You know what I mean? But talking about how slow it is, realistically, people talk like this. And then and then <laughs> like, they just take their time. It's ridiculous. There's a lot of dead air. David, how about you? What's your history with it? Um, I did not see it in the theater. Oh, I man. saw it uh, when it came out on HBO. It was at my mom's house. And HBO was like a babysitter for me. She worked night shifts mm-hmm. at the post office. And I was home alone all the time. And she had HBO. And I, that's how I watched The Exorcist. It really, it really like those experiences really, you know, made me the horror person that I am today. Thanks, mom. Um, done, yeah. <laughs> but dude, when those fucking twins showed up, I, I mean, I was, God, I don't know how old I was. I was, this movie came out in 180. Mm-hmm. So I was 11 years old when it came out. So I was probably 12 when it came out on HBO. Um, it terrified me. At, and the song, the music, the moog, that opening soundtrack. And it's such an interesting horror movie because it pretty much, until the last uh, quarter, last third, it pretty much takes place entirely in the light. Mm. It is not a dark, gloomy, scary movie. It takes place, and that was a, a, a decision that Kubrick made on purpose. He wanted to be, you know, wanted to make a horror movie in in the light, keep everything out in the open. Um, I mean, the lighting was so bright, the set caught fire. That's how light, yeah, yeah, because from the, all the wattage that they were throwing at that bad boy. But you're right; it kind of it kind of reflects his descent into madness. You know, there's that scene where Jack Nicholson is just staring at the snow, and he just looks insane already. You know what I mean? And then by the end of it, when you see him again, it reflects with him being dead. You know what I mean? It bookends it very well, his madness. And I love that. I love that hard cut to the frozen over, eyes kind of crossed, bulging at the top of the eye, you know, the lids look of him. It's just awesome. And, um, and I, I, I had a, a big wheel like that. So I like, I like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And I, so I kind of connected with Danny Torrance a little bit and having parents that were, uh, they weren't abusive, but they were like, they divorced parents and, mm. you know, the fighting all the time and shit like that. And uh, so I really connected with him and, but, and, and the idea of being left alone, yeah. I was left alone a lot as a kid to kind of do my own thing. And the fact that I'm alive today is a fucking miracle. <laughs> um, I guess I was never, was it kidnappable enough or cute enough or someone to abduct, abductable? <clears throat> Um, well, but, David, it it was different times. If you notice, yeah. they just let the black guy take the kid after yeah. meeting him five minutes. I know, dude. Complete, and like not even batting an eye. Just like, yeah, <laughs> nah, complete, bro, they're like, go complete stranger. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I really and I still enjoy it to the to this day. Uh, I love it. Um, fasc- I'm fascinated by how much Stephen King hates it. But here's the thing: I've never read the novel, so yeah. I don't know how different this is from the novel. I just know that Stephen King fucking hates it enjoying this episode go check out geekster a dating and friends app for geeks that focuses on common interests as a way to make meaningful connections 
Download today on the App Store or click the link in the description to find out more. Geekster, this is what happens when nerds collide. Geekster, available on iOS and Android. Did you see the remake? Uh, the I never did I, one? I, heard, I heard it was awful, so I never bothered it. Well, I mean, I saw it, and I saw it, you know, obviously next to this. Uh, I will say that uh, Rebecca de Mornay, to me, was a definite upgrade. Uh, but uh, as far as a lot of it, yeah, it, a lot of it's pretty weak, but I'm told it's way, way more faithful. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like, what, what, do you, what do you want? I mean, like, a lot of people kind of like, they shit on Stephen King for hating this movie. And, like, obviously there's a ton of things that Kubrick did intentionally to piss him off. Like uh, putting so his I... name on the beginning where it says uh, Stanley Kubrick <laughs> film instead of The Shining by Stephen King. Not only that, but I heard there was like it got so petty between these guys that there was a car color, and to sh- <laughs> to sh- to shove it in King's face, he took the the car color that he wanted and made sure that that car got into a vicious wreck on camera. So if you remember <laughs> the, the big car wreck, that was the car color that. That King officially wrote. Oh. I mean, so I mean, it, there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of catch as catch can. But at the same time, I almost like again, guys. I'm a big, obviously, I'm a big old pro wrestling fan, and I can I can I can tell a work when I see one. And part of me thinks all that was just a giant work to help sell tickets, and I think it did. I think it helped. I think I you all know. got hoodwinked. I, I think, think you all got duped. I, I think like it's one of the greatest theory. greatest long cons of all times. Stephen King, Kubrick trading each other Christmas cards. Like, yep, they still believe we hate each other. And all of a sudden, <laughs> we're all victims of it. Is you Kubrick heard sending them from the grave? What the Boom. hell? Heard here first. Uh, heard no, here. we know for a fact it's real because there's litigation in it. Um, to get the oh, rights sh- back to the TV miniseries, uh, Stephen King actually had to write on paper, I will not talk shit about The Shining 1980 any longer, except for my dislike of the casting of Jack Nicholson for the film. Well, yeah, yeah, it's because he knew Cooper was going to die in a couple of years. The the, the, the the feud had gone stale. There was nothing left to go with it. The rivalry had ended. That's my opinion. Um, yeah. It's it's interesting that that they he did hate it so much. He hated the casting. He hated the changes. He hated Shelley Duvall in the role. He felt that the character should be an independent woman who slowly goes into insanity, much like well, he thought that Jack Torrance should be a very upright father figure, whereas Jack Nicholson kind of plays him as a little bit unhinged from the beginning. So well, also and they don't I kill mean, Scatman. They don't kill Scatman. Scatman actually rescues them. Yeah, that's why he was so upset. Yeah, in the book. Yeah, but uh, also about about Shelley Duvall uh, and Stephen King definitely wrote this. this is why Rebecca De Mornay was recast. Is that in the book that that character was a absolute smoke show, yeah. like the pinnacle of beauty. And so you know, obviously they wanted it to be even more. They thought it would be you know people would have more empathy. But you know, Shelley Duvall brought her own little little twist to it, and I thought I thought she did great. I don't understand the dislike of Shelley Duvall's look. Like she's mousy, she's cute, she's like the all-American girl. Like I, I, don't, I don't get it. But, uh, but that's well, not what King wanted for the novel. You're right. King wanted yeah. a, a cheerleader, a former cheerleader, a blonde. Well, and, not, that loses it. That goes crazy. Yeah. Well, let's let's not get it twisted, guys. Shelley Duvall did go crazy. Uh, Kubrick yeah. absolutely drove her insane. That's not an act at all. Yeah. Uh, the hundred takes here and there. She developed a smoking habit. She never broke after this movie. Uh, yeah, this movie for all, all for lack of a better word, it ruined her career. I mean, between don't... her, Shelley Duvall, and uh, uh, Scatman Carruther, 
they both had a terrible time on this film. Kubrick just made them do their scenes over and over and over again. And Jack Nicholson, same thing. Only thing is he actually had a good relationship with uh, Kubrick. And so did the kid actor. So much so that Kubrick actually sent the kid actor birthday cards, would call him, called him on his graduation, followed him through his whole childhood. Yeah. So <laughs> I never even thought of it that way. I thought it was like <laughs> He had um, a great relationship um, with him. He always bumped him up on his lap and like uh, showed him the showed him the daily from Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. Hey, hey, Danny, Uncle Uncle Stanley wants to talk to you again. Great. <laughs> Raph I is love chopping it, but... at the bit. What you got, Raph? So the biggest difference, or the what what I heard that Stephen King didn't like was the ending because in the book and the '97 film, the hotel burns down, which would have made for a better ending had this had that. Well, that's yeah. that's why they did that in Doctor Sleep. He he yeah, added that did. in there in Doctor Sleep yep. to to kind of like make Stephen King like, hey, and that's the thing that that's that you know it's a I'm bummed out that Doctor Sleep didn't do as well as it should have because man, he really did a great job of tying the novel and the movie together. Doctor Sleep, I think, is as good as The Shining. I think I would amazing. totally agree with you, man. Yeah, Rose that, the Hat, fucking yeah. one of the best it, villains it, ever. Yeah. And that was what Michael Flanagan. Yep. Was Michael? Yep. My Mike Flanagan. Yeah, the guy who did all the Haunting of Hill House and you know Midnight Mass and all that. Yes. Yeah, definitely. He's definitely what I would like to call when it comes to horror as close to an heir apparent as we would have to making Kubrick like stuff. He is. He he loves a slow burn, man. Yes. He, he loves it. I mean, even the the Ouija origin of evil, which David pointed out to us, was amazing. And still, sometimes I think about how creepy that little girl was in the background and blurred out and like talking like demonic shit. Freaks yeah. me out. Um, but yeah, he's a great filmmaker and he, I, I enjoy what he's he's putting together. And he's working on The Exorcist right now, I believe. Uh, the sequel, I believe he's working on. But anyhow, wow. uh, The Shining is... I mean, I think it's a masterpiece. But Raph, you said you don't like the little boy's acting. Uh, no, he it was pretty bad. Uh, and then I couldn't tell for a while there if he was wearing a wig, but it turned out that that was his real hair. It was just uh, <laughs> just messed up. I don't know. I was trying to pick too much at it, but um, uh, the, the I think I gotta go from the beginning when she started talking about the domestic violence she's again you you said she you've been around it so much or she's just been uh uh what's it called where you desensitized yeah, yeah exactly she was like oh he just grabbed her arm and dislocated it and oh you know she tried to just it was an accident he's like it's like, one of those things that happens and she's like you know yeah. with a little bit too much force and so and you can kind of see it in the way he acts even before he's possessed by the hotel in the scene where he's writing and he's like, when I'm writing, you do not come in here. This is my space. This it, it almost seems like his family is a burden to him to begin with. And like, even in the car when they're going up, like uh, Danny says, I'm hungry. Daddy goes, well, you should have ate your breakfast. You know, it's that, that attitude of he, uh, he is very disconnected. So when you get to that scene where he's sitting on the couch and <clears throat> Danny's sitting on his lap and he's like, I'd never hurt you. I'd never do anything bad to you. The music is like chilling and the acting is very like he's lying. You know what I mean? It looked he, like a different person. He wants to believe it, but he's lying. And and like he's become possessed by the hotel, the spirit of the hotel, which has its own shine to it. You know what I mean? Uh, and it, the, I didn't know this. 
Two things I didn't realize until I kind of watched it today. I'm, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I didn't have time to watch all of it. I had to quit this bad boy. It is, it is a long movie. Uh, but one of the things I noticed was I didn't notice that the twins, who aren't actually twins, they're eight and ten years old, uh, those were the daughters of the caretaker before, and he had killed them. I didn't realize that. Uh, I always just thought that yeah. they were ghosts in The Shining. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, I never put that together. Uh, and the second thing is, I totally forgot what the second thing was. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, well, that kid, uh, when he's when Jack's getting the job, and the guy explains the murder, that's he explains that the guy killed the caretaker killed the twins. Right. I forgot that's, all yeah. about that. So I, I, at the beginning of it, I was like, oh, I wonder if there's a connection. And then whenever I saw them hatched it in the hallway, I was like, oh shit. But then I thought he said one kid so i didn't make the connection until i was reading up on it later i was like oh okay that's i like i i i found that the way they described killing the word that the the guy used was one of the probably one of the most ominous ways ever he goes i had to correct them mm -hmm. yes. oh yes that's i was that's a also that's a he, he dropped that's the a word pretty hard there too i was a little bit like whoa because and then the way uh, Jack Torrance just kind of repeats it back, like very questioning, you know, an N word. I was like, oh, my God, like this is intense. Um, but the whole thing, like like they say there's allegories all through the place. Like they say it's an allegory for the Native Americans lands being taken. It's the moon landing hoax. It's all these conspiracy theories surrounding The Shining. You know, and I think it on a surface level, it's just a film about domestic abuse is what I think it is. <laughs> I think it's straightforward. I think that's what he wanted to make was a slow burn, because when you're in a abusive relationship, it is like you're a lobster in a pot. You don't realize it. And it builds and it builds and it builds slowly until finally you're being cooked alive. And so I think if, that's why this movie is such a slow burn. So if you add a gas leak to that. Then it makes perfect sense that Jack's hallucinating ghost. all this fucking yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm starting to get it now, dude. I've I, I've been in bad relationships, and trust me, like it, you lose your mind a little bit, man. Oh, uh, look, I, I remember laying I, in bed thinking my girlfriend's <laughs> gonna come in and stab me to death. This woman hates me so much. Like it was insane. What were we gonna say, Raf? Uh, no, no, I was just saying uh, because I was always thinking that um the previous Kate caretaker was his brother. Like, that's what I was thinking for him to be in the picture and stuff. But now you're saying that it was just uh, him him relieving it. So he was. Uh, I think that he was the, the hotel has magical powers. Obviously, it has the shine. And yeah. I believe that it consumed him and he becomes part of the spirit of it. Yeah. And therefore, it changes itself. It can manifest these pictures. And so they go to that ball like every single night that ball is always rocking like that was a highlight cuz not everything in the hotel is supposed to be evil you know what i mean it's just that's why he says stay away from room 237 specifically you know uh but the rest of it doesn't necessarily have to be evil it's just i believe that's what a haunting is there's a thing called a residual haunting which is just a loop right let's say you walk a path a thousand times in your lifetime you leave an imprint in that path where you might see a shadow walking it and it could be david who just walked that path a thousand times and he left an imprint on it that's what i think the haunting is i think it's a residual haunting they relive that ballroom time and the the reason there's so many ghosts there is because it was mafia related there were murders that happened in the hotel 
uh, different ways people died, and they're they're haunting it because they're stuck there. You know what I mean? That's what I, I was, haunting does. Well, what it, what also it is, uh, duck is when something violent happens, and a soul is removed from the body violently and quickly, and the person isn't ready to to cross over yet. They stay in that moment. There's a, a right. great haunting study of a woman who was uh, her head was chopped off by her boyfriend, and he chopped it off at the top of the stairs, and her head fell down the stairs and rolled down the stairs and you the, you could go to the house and at a certain time at night you would hear this thumping the thumping of, of the head the, the head. yeah eventually nope. what happened I'm was out. the house was uh demolished <laughs> and the ghost hunters went back to the site before it got rebuilt and sure enough in the middle of the night when the murder nah. took place they could hear the thumping even though there was no more house so it's like a you know when you're watching vhs over and over again and you kind of like Rewind it too many times at the one spot because you see the girl's titties. And kind of like uh, <laughs> that little like etch etch a sketch thing shows up on the VHS tape. That's kind of like a murder sometimes. Is that in that in that time space area, it puts an imprint on yeah. it, and so it's not really like a ghost that's going to scare you and and you know grab you and assault you because I mean that's we really don't have that happen a lot where a ghost actually has physical contact with somebody. It's just a, a loop. Like you said, it's just imprint. A violent act happened there and it imprinted itself. But the hotel is still attracting people. So the twins, the one of the girls had the shining, the a scatman had the sh shining and Danny has the shining. So the hotel wants those people, right? Yes. Well, yeah. It wants to consume Danny is what, that's why the, the hotel is sending he, through the original caretaker to uh, Jack Torrance. He's saying, uh, "You need to correct them. You need because the hotel actually wants to consume consume Danny's power." Is what it is. Oh, when that guy's talking to him, you're right. He tells him to not let Danny use his power and to correct him. You're right. Yeah. So that and it's it it's why back to Doctor Sleep. While it ate Rose the Hat so well, it wanted Rose the Hat. Yep. 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 I love that. I was thinking about that scene earlier today. I was like. He lets out the monsters, and he's like, they're starving. And I was yep. like, oh, it's so cool. Look, and that's why I thought uh, Danny, that, I mean, that that was Jack's brother in the picture because that guy calls him a different name by the same last name. And that's when uh, Jack has to correct him or, you know, the guy talking to him. I think he calls him the original caretaker's name. He calls him. Yeah, yeah he exactly. Does. Yeah, he, he does. He, he calls him the name of the guy that had the two daughters. The Grady is one. Yeah. The Grady, and then the, the Grady. Grady twins. <laughs> and Grady then you twins. hear Jack saying, uh, it feels like I've been here before. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He, it's just a loop. It's, it's a, loop. a loop. It's a loop. That's man. for hope. What do you think, Jay? <laughs> you got any opinions on it? Uh, just as far as, like, what it all means? Yeah. Um, You know, look, man, I think it's just an old, old-fashioned kind of haunting. I didn't really ever read into it. Like, it was never a movie I really felt the need to read into it. I felt there was a little bit of haunting. I had uh, it, it possessed him, honestly. Um, I got so what? What came? Let me ask you this, guys. Does anyone know this? What came first, the Amityville lore or the book of The Shining? Does anyone know? I don't know. Not the not the movies, but like, does anyone know? You know which is which, because. I've seen the Amityville Horror, and I've seen The Shining, and the movie's basically one giant mirror of each other. I feel so like Amityville is older. Like, in my mind, I would think that was an older reference. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, like, yeah, I, I didn't even necessarily like. And again, I didn't really pass judgment, but I wasn't even sh- so sure that I thought The Shining was that original. And it's yeah. not a knock. It's not a knock against it. But for God, man, for lack of a better word, I've always found The Shining quite ordinary. And I don't mean that as a negative thing, but I look at it as, I look at it as a haunted house movie. And then, and a lot of things happen. It's a very well done haunted house movie. But I've never considered it like a, like a tentpole of horror, and I know that that's not necessarily a popular opinion. And again, it's it's not that I don't think it's great. I guess I just don't. I've never bought into The Shining like a lot of people have, and it's not because I won't like I'm trying to be contrarian. That's just that's just my own experience with it. I mean, I've just I've had a, I've had a lot of experience with other Stephen King works that I liked a lot more. I definitely liked it a lot more. Huge show to the corn fan. Love Christine. Love Graveyard Shift, but. You know, shining for me, and I, I might have seen it later in life. I might have seen it too late in life. So, out of Adam, Adam, Adamville, and The Shining, which one would you like, or which one did did you like better? Oh, I definitely like The Shining better. The Shining is definitely a much better movie than the Amityville Horror. That's not even close to being up for debate. Not at all. No, no. I, I I recognize like Kubrick's amazingness, but yeah, like you know, that's just kind of where I put it in the old pantheon. But you you can have a masterpiece and not enjoy it. You know, there there are people out there that don't enjoy 2001, even though 2001 hands down is a fucking masterpiece. You know, right? Kubrick's style is hard to take, man. And this this movie definitely isn't for everyone. There there is one scene I would like to talk about that drives me fucking nuts. Here we go again. A movie I consider here a movie I consider a masterpiece, but has a fucking scene that I find pointless, and it just takes me out of the experience. And that is the cheesy ass haunted house scene where she runs into the dining room, and you have a bunch of fake skeletons covered in cobwebs. And I was like, "This is I've seen better decorations in Capel." on the fucking neighbor's house <laughs> than that fucking setup. And I always, and it's such a shame too, because you have that amazing shot of the elevators filling out blood and then you <laughs> go into fucking cheesy ass skeletons with cobwebs. You know, I was just so confused by that and disappointed in that. Was it supposed to be the remainders of the bodies that were stacked uh, from uh, the, the Grady twins? Is that what it was? From the party. No, no, it was no, from no, the no, party. From all the party. It was all the, yeah. all the people from okay. the party. But it, but it looks so... It looks so cheesy. It looks so. It looks so. Hey, run up to Spirit Halloween and grab some skeletons <laughs> and put them in chairs. Yeah. yeah, and then some fake cobwebs. Yeah. And then and it's it's a shame because you have this scene where she sees the weird evil bear mask guy getting a blowjob and the elevator. You have all these weird bizarre scenes, and all of a sudden it's fucking it cheesy like ass fright fest. Yeah. yeah. But that uh, that was it. Other than that, I, I fucking I think this movie's a masterpiece, and I, I love it. I just want to point out, Amityville is seventy four, Shining Book is seventy seven. So there you go. Look that up. Good, Raph. What were you going to say? And by the way, Amityville is such utter bullshit. Those people that wrote that are fucking con artists on the high. Oh, the the Warrens. Yeah. Yeah, they're Warrens, fucking scam artists. And what are you talking about? The Conjuring's made a billion dollars, man. People love the Warrens. you, You can you can love them, but they're not real. It's not real. The whole thing's a fucking scam. Scamming it up. What were you going to say, Raph? He's frozen. Okay, my bad. I, I went to him and he was gone. Um, <laughs> uh, is there is is does anyone have a favorite scene from this movie though? There there there's so many. I, I just Jack Nicholson's performance when he's losing his mind when he's mocking her is so 
fucking epic. Like he is just you can't not stop watching him. And Shelley Duvall is like losing her mind herself. It, it you can tell it was real because if you watch the behind the scenes stuff, Kubrick was a dick to her. He treated he's a her monster like shit. Like it's abuse. There's no way yep. around it. The way and he told the cast and crew, uh, do not, do not, do not listen to her. Do not treat her well about this. Uh, he never explained himself. He just acted that way. The only person that treated her good was Jack Nicholson. He would actually go out of his way to console her. So it's pretty crazy. Uh, but Cooper definitely abused. I think it's just me and you, Jay. Raph, you there? Yeah. Can All you right. hear? No, you're like frozen up, man. You're frozen up. But I think Jack Nicholson's oh, performance is is just the shiny thing. But uh, Shelley Duvall's performance was actually nominated for a Razzie. Uh, and uh, she didn't win, and Kubrick was nominated for a Razzie also for Worst Director at the time. Yeah. And so it's just one of those things where I guess time will tell with this movie. And, 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 and there, you know, you've seen movies where you'll say time will tell. Like the Batman, time will tell that is a bad movie. <laughs> what do you think, Jay? Uh, what's your question? My favorite scene? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I think the best scene in the movie, hands down, is that one shot of Danny riding around in his big wheel. That's such yeah. a that's such a cinematic feat, and it's so it will for, well for one thing, it's one of the fastest be, best paced scenes in the entire movie. So it definitely stands out to me. But on top of that, I just love where it's going uh, with the uh, with you know with that that cool pattern, and just you just you just keep following them. You keep following, and you know that eventually you're gonna get to you're gonna get to uh, a big payoff. And I think, I think the twins. I mean, I think the twins parts scarier than Room Two Thirty Seven. Personally, I just think it's I think it's just more of a. <clears throat> I mean, if, like I said, anything with kids is always gonna be scarier than anything you see with adults. Yeah, I've always felt that way. That's that's one hundred percent. Kids are just kids are scarier. Kids aren't developed. Uh, I think uh, David told me once that didn't you say like. Like Lindsay said, one of the scariest things ever is seeing four high school boys like, yeah, and just that's like one of the scariest things you could ever be around because, because of their they, lack they of development. They, yeah, they have not developed the the uh, concept of finality and they have developed the concept of groupthink. Yeah. And so one of them starts doing something bad. The other ones start doing it and they have no idea of consequences. And before you know it, they're doing something incredibly dangerous and uh, deadly because they don't fucking have that brain developed yet. Um, I, w I would definitely say that the twin scene is, I mean, the and also what's what's so iconic about this film, too, is I believe and correct me if I'm wrong. It's the first use of the Steadicam. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. And the, without the, the Steadicam, you can't do those scenes on the uh, the, the the big wheel. Yeah, because it's somebody following and behind him. Whereas before, they would have to have everything on a track, and that that so that was really really engaging. It gave the audience a point of view that's never been there before, and the sound design of the big wheel going from the hardwood floor to the carpet is so enchanting and so mesmerizing. And that's, that's foley. Really that's all. That, that's all. That, that's all foley artists, right? Uh, that's all I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I I guess so. But I love I love the idea of that sound going from the the hardwood floor to the carpet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Duck, did you rock a big wheel growing up, dude? Absolutely, absolutely. And my was first a... thought when I saw that scene was, "God damn, that looks like fun." Yeah, 
Yeah, the whole big, hotel to yourself. You could yeah. get that big wheel going so fucking fast if you had a flat surface, and just imagine being able to do. And, and you remember doing that thing, Doug, where you would take your hand and you would put the wheel and yep. you would move it some to get going. Yep. Yeah, dude, I love big wheel. Big wheel was the shit. Yeah, y'all um, remember which? Uh, just to get a little off topic, y'all remember what? Uh, what kind of big wheel y'all had? Like, did y'all have a licensed one or y'all just tiny have tikes? Wasn't it something like that? I had the red. I had the red one, but remember the green one that came out that was kind of longer. It was almost like a chopper. And I don't know if it was yes. a big wheel, but it was like a. It was a, a might have been a competing brand, but it was way cooler. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, that scene with the Steadicam, they actually put the guy who created the Steadicam into a wheelchair and pushed him behind him. That's how they got that shot. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I would say uh, uh, just watching him descend into madness is so much fun. And it happens within a week. Like, it's like they get Monday through Friday. You know, he didn't make it to Sunday, I don't think. And so it's just so much fun. And those are the scenes that I really enjoyed clipping today. It's just... Him mocking her is just so intense, so intense. Here comes Raph. Um, but yeah, I, I like the whole movie. I dig it, but it is long, like you said. And you guys know my thing. I don't particularly care for long movies. But Kubrick actually ended up cutting the ending out, and the ending is missing. It is lost media. So the ending was an additional two minutes where it shows Shelley Duvall and uh, the kid in a hospital afterwards, um, recuperating from everything. And for whatever reason, he didn't like the way it ended. So he went back after it was released in theaters and told everyone to remove the final reel of the movie and send it back. Because and what so, was it that everything was a dream that it was all in her head? No, it was just uh, she told the story. The doctor believed her. And that was pretty much it. It was just superfluous, basically. Oh, because so, I, I thought it was she's in the she's in the hospital. The doctor's talking to her and the doctor tells her. Ma'am, we just checked the hotel. There's nobody there. Yes, that that's what they said. They never found the body of Jack Torrance. So, uh, yeah, but he, the doctor still believed her. It's just a matter of uh, they never found the body. So it was one of those things where, like, what happened? I think the hotel consumed him, like I said, um, and brought him into the hotel, and he's part of it. What's, what's up, Raph? Uh, then an additional 25 minutes were removed from the European release. Wow. Uh, yeah. So they took out a lot of key scenes when it came to that. So the movie was edited again and again. And like I said, when it was released, the reviews were not in. Like this became more of a cult movie, like the biggest cult movie, maybe of all time, because people slowly, slowly started to come around and really enjoy it. Like I was telling Jay when you left there for a second, David, it was both Kubrick and Sully uh, Duvall were nominated for Razzies for this movie. Oh my God! I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, they yeah, actually, I, I, I do remember when this movie came out. You're right. It was not a huge success, was it? No, not at all. And they actually took back the Razzie nomination. Uh, two. No, last year they did two. They took away Shelley Duvall's Razzie nomination, and they recanted the Bruce Willis Razzie nominations for his eight oh. films he made in a small period of time, based upon his uh, disease. The fact that he's yeah not there. Sick. Yeah. So, Even though yeah. Hudson Hawk totally deserves it, and I oh, think you would agree. God. Oh my God, Raph, so what bad, you got dude. on your list? I uh, can't hear you. Can't hear you. Pop did you out. talk about the old lady? Oh, we did not talk about the old lady. Of course, you're you mean, you mean my, my jerk, my jerk off scene? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. With the freaking, she comes out of the tub and she seduces him, and I mean, who wouldn't be seduced? And uh, here's somebody else coming in. Let's find out who this is. I don't even know. It's Miles. And then uh, she gets uh, lays that kiss on him. 
And then yeah. she slowly starts fucking turning into Skeletor. Fuck, bro. Dude, as a as a little kid, like being at that like 12, 13 years old, I'm like, this is my first experience with porn, and it fucked me up. <laughs> Way to kill a boner. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh no. What do I do now? Start All right, looking at old ladies. We got- Javi, red hey, rum, Javi. red rum, red rum. Yeah. <laughs> What's on. going on? What's going on, fellas? Javi, when did you first see The Shining? I think I was six when I first saw it. Oh, God. Damn. Whoa. I, I didn't get it. All I know is that uh, when I saw that chicken <laughs> in the top, I was like, my pee doing things I've never had. <laughs> <laughs> and then she like turned and on then- the <laughs> Don't worry, Javi. Uh, Javi, Roth saw it when he was 35, and he still doesn't get it. So don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yeah, my brother and uncle fucking love that movie. So, like, every year around Halloween time, we would watch it. And I just, I love that movie. I, I just, granted, there are times where I just want to, like, backhand Danny. There's just something about that kid. <laughs> it's the haircut, man. I, I want to slap his hair off. I hate that I fucking that, haircut. That may be it. And uh, like fucking Shelly Duvall was such a weak sister. I hated it. It's like, come on, just fucking thwack that motherfucker. She does. She gets them. But she got to be so loud and whiny about and it. And an infamous scene where the baseball bat, which, which made of rubber, actually bounces off his head. Huge goof. Huge goof. Damn. Nice. I, I do fucking love that scene. I was like, what a life. <laughs> I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to hurt you. Whack. <laughs> what else you got, Raph? So uh, the gross kids. And then, well, the thing that bothered me the most, I have to go back to... Uh, Kiss wasn't all uh, that gross. Let's be honest. It was kind of hot. Okay. Yeah, it was hot. I'm right there with you, man. <laughs> and then when she turned into right the old the lady, end. it got hotter. That's all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that, that, that man, like, started out my old lady thing. Like, that that, that yeah. scene was me at the club when I was in the band, <laughs> making, out with, making out with a chick when the lights were off. And then and it was then last call. On. The lights came on. And I was like, ah, well, my dick's hard already. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> gotta I got to this. Got to take her home. She might have rabies or scabies or whatever the fuck's all over her body, but we're going. Or not both. But she she ain't got no teeth, so all that means I bet she can suck the fuck <laughs> oh, out of the dick. Oh, gummy, gummy. gummy. Just close my eyes. Just just close my eyes. Maybe look at a magazine over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, old lady magazine? Yeah. Let, let, me get, let, let, let me get a National Geographic out. Let's see here. There you go. Classic. You're going old school. What else you got, Raph? No, I just want to complain about that. Um, no, I, I understand why Stephen King would be mad when your uh, hero walks in after <laughs> booking a flight, uh, buying a snowmobile, <laughs> get, getting the fuck out there, and then he dies within a minute of walking that was, in that, that bitch. Sucks. That ru- that almost ruined the movie for me. But then you have the amazing chase through the maze, which I love how the Macy's in the hotel, and then on the outside, that was a great shot too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, I, I, I mean, love I love how cold it was, and there was no mist coming out of their mouths. Yeah, that was the, amazing. because the set was ridiculously <laughs> hot to That's the point crazy. where people had to start stripping naked, like oh. not completely naked, obviously, but they had to get down to like their skivvies and shit like that. Go and, on. <laughs> and then the old lady came out. Um, yeah. Raph, did you like this movie? Out. Yeah, yeah, no, th- I, I loved it. I was about I to say, didn't you understand better. it. Yeah, he's no, saying... I just didn't. I thought it was the sixth sense at first, and then I thought it was his brother, but then we came <laughs> to find out that uh, it was him just reliving his life. So, did you see Doc? You saw Doc? Was this your yeah, first time this... watching it? 
No, no, it's not. And I did see Doctor Sleep. That was a good one too. I think Doctor Sleep makes this movie even better. It uh, does. Yeah. I don't know how it does it, but watching it just clarified a lot of things for me. Uh, well, I, I I think I could break it down a little bit. I mean, like for one, like Mike Flanagan, he made all the right moves. He <laughs> he kissed the ring of the king literally, so he was able to you know get his seal of approval, and so he got to make a movie. That, but at the same time, I think King, even King realized, he's like, this movie is in the lexicon. I can't fundamentally change it and make it better. So I think, honestly, I think Stephen King uh, compromised a little bit. Absolutely. I really do. Absolutely did, because when they made Dr. Sleep, Flanagan went to him and he said, it's so iconic. Let's, let's take parts of your book. Let's take parts of the movie. There's no way we're going to be able to avoid it. And let's make a, a pseudo sequel to your movie. Which acts as a wonderful thing. So, like in Doctor Sleep, whenever Jack Torrance says, "Take your medicine," that is directly from the book. That's something he said to Danny before you would spank him. Yes. Um, and so they use that, but at the same time, they use the exact same scene of the bar, the Gold Room. You know what I mean? So it's kind of cool. And then they use the red bathroom over again, marrying him, cleaning him. That's just badass. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, I just think Dr. Sleep makes this experience even better, which is so weird to say because I would have never expected to believe that. But it also explains The Shine a little bit more. You know what I mean? The Shine and The Shining is very mysterious. You don't know what it is. You don't know what the powers are. And like even in Dr. Sleep, you don't know what the powers are because the powers change all the time. But 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 showing that people are kind of like Twilight vampires where they have special skill sets uh, to each of them, the shine allows them to have those. I think it just kind of changes a little. Yeah, bit. I, I I almost felt like Doctor Sleep, and and again, I'm I'm not clouding on it because I think this movie is phenomenal. But I got a real witches vibe. Yeah. From uh from Doctor Sleep, you got this you got this cauldron of super powered that goes after children and they. They want to feast on them and their special powers. Yeah. I totally was like, I mean, you, you totally get a witch's vibe from it. And I think it works. I think it works phenomenal. I mean, again, it's kids. I mean, like kids in danger, man. It's it's some of the scariest shit in the world. So I thought they did a great job of that. I, I wish I would have grabbed from witches and actually turned that baseball player kid into a mouse rather than like have him scream for five <laughs> yeah. minutes. Dude, that was that is such a hard scene. To that watch. was a rough one. Yeah. It's a rough scene. And, what were you gonna say, Raph? What you got? Uh, I was gonna be something stupid, but I'll still say it. So I think I got it. <laughs> oh, the 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 hotel was a pervert ghost because he didn't kill Scatman. The he killed the twins, and he was trying to kill Danny, but never did the hotel. That's hurt. not true though, because in the bathroom when he drops the N word, he says that he's coming to help him. He says take care of him. So the the, the hotel was against him. I Are you mean, trying to make a case that the that the 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 that the house wasn't racist? Like no. <laughs> it was, the house was a pedophile. Bad, but but the, the house was a pedophile. But I'll tell you what, that house would have marched. That house would have marched <laughs> if it could have. Did you see? Uh, you heard it here first. Did you, see you heard it here first in the in the in the room? In the... Uh, did you see a black person? I mean, where are we going? Where are we going with this? Where are we going no, with this? No, I think it is. I'm, not, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> all right and then the last thing uh what i found out today that wasn't jack nicholas at the end it was actually uh, 
Yeah, really? Uh, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. Jack Nicholson. Wasn't the Golden Bear himself? Hole in one. Rock and roll. <laughs> Don't let him finish the statement. Attack, attack. Do not let him finish. Do not let him recover. Stay on target. I can't shake him. Stay on target. Nope, nope. No redemption. Nope. But <laughs> 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 It was, was a good. fucking, it was, was a good. wax puppet. Yes. Okay, that's it. I, I love you guys. Love you, Rev. <laughs> I'm drunk. Are you really drunk? I thought you had a cup of soup. I got like and a this is, uh, <laughs> with this is like juice mixed yeah. with like, it was like up to here with vodka. Damn, whiskey, dude. whiskey soup. Somebody brought the power <laughs> to fucking Monday night. And I'm out work. Right. So. All right, guys. Uh, anything else you guys want to say about The Shining? We've talked about it for a good 50, 60 minutes now. So. It's yeah. a classic. I love it so much. Jack Nicholson is the man. I love Shelly Duvall. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I would love to just backhand like Danny. It's like, I really wish that you know Jack would have got him. But uh, we <laughs> <laughs> I would have made a better movie. The black guy survives. The kid dies. Oh, and then Scatman recovers. Yes. And then Scatman marries uh, Shelly at the end. Perfect. It all works out, He's man. a Scatman. Me, boom. boom. That is his soul, name, right? Yeah. Then his soul okay. got transferred into an Autobot, and he fought <laughs> alongside. Optimus Prime for many adventures as yeah. Jazz. Dang. Come on, Prime! About, the, what are we doing? The thing about this movie is, I think it shows Kubrick as as a master in that he basically through his career he was like, I'm going to make the greatest science fiction movie of all time, 2001 done. I'm going to make the greatest horror movie of all time. It didn't happen at first, but now it's considered one of the greatest horror movies of all time. Uh, Full Metal Jacket's considered one of the best uh, war movies of all time. You know, uh, um, what is it called? How I Learned to Love the Bomb, Dr. Strangelove. Is, comedy. You know, is one, of, one of the, yeah, one of the greatest comedies of all time. The guy is an absolute master, and uh, he gifted us with something that is still resonating today. Uh, come play with us, Danny, forever and ever, still to this when he's running Danny. through the hallways, seem, saying "Danny boy," yeah, I mean, so many things. Um, was how many years? Forty years later. I mean, it's just amazing. They're psychological I, I think, thrillers. I think Barry Lyndon was a little bit of a miss, and that, I think and most I, people I, would I, say, I uh, you, "You know what? You're right, Jay." Uh, early in his career, he had a couple misses. Was um, that was that was that that was early it? in his career? That was more mid career, I thought. Uh, that was after you know, Clockwork Orange. Yeah, yeah, that was oh, you know, that I was the middle of the rock. Orange, you're right. Yeah. Barry Lyndon. Have you? I, I, because I'm a huge Kubrick fan. I, I actually watched Barry Lyndon. That's brutally boring, <laughs> but it's beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous. a beautiful. It's a beautiful movie. Well, and also, you, do you know in that Met <laughs> movie? There's in, incredibly gorgeous scenes, interior shots where they used no lighting at all. They just used candlelight, and what a pain in the ass it is to light. <laughs> You know, um, but yeah, Barry Lyndon's a brutal and off, also awfully cast. Like the lead in that sticks out. Like it was it? It was the American actor. Um, God, what the fuck is his name? He had a hot daughter. Um, <laughs> Thirteen uh, movies in his career that he directed. Paul Sorvino. Uh, no. Stanley Kubrick. Hot <laughs> <laughs> uh, daughter. Three who is, documentaries. Who is, um, Mira Sorvino. She is was fucking it, gorgeous. Yeah. Was it Ryan O'Neill? Yeah, Ryan O'Neill's daughter. Ryan, o- Ryan, 
Ryan O'Neill played him. Yeah. Yeah. Bad casting in that. Um, the 13 movies between Full Metal oh, Jacket and Wise Eyes Wide Shut, it was 12 years, and he passed away during the making of Eyes Wide Shut. I yeah. believe editing. Because from my understanding, he was supposed to write a book to parallel it to kind of explain what the movie was about. Cool. Um yeah, Kubrick, yeah. So that was his last film. I actually like Eyes Wide Shut. That movie gets shit it. on a lot, but I fucking love that movie. Uh, I think it's a good fucking movie. Uh, let's recommend, David, do you recommend The Shining? Yes, it's a masterpiece. Right on. Hobby, do you recommend The Shining? Yes, I also have like a little bit of a dad joke. I like All to right. imagine that if Kubrick was a college professor, he'd be like, this is Kubrick's rubric. I'm drunk. <laughs> don't listen to me. <laughs> I don't. I don't recommend that. That is yeah. a good joke. That's a solid joke. That's like a it. solid joke. Raph, do you recommend The Shining? Uh, I'm not even. Yes, I recommend a great, great oh, film. Fuck yeah, Jay. Do you recommend The Shining? I definitely recommend The Shining. However, I don't think that anyone who will watch it on a fresh take will really get the full effect based on the fact that this movie has been parodied to hell and back. But uh, I wish you luck. I wish you luck on your first watching if you've never seen it before. And I love The Shining. That's all I'm going to say. It's so good. All right. It's so good. Hey, everyone. It's just Duck jumping in here real quick to say thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. If you're enjoying it, head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And just so you know, the next section of the podcast will be clips from the movie, so you can find replays of the live video stream at twitch.tv backslash We Are Podcast Network and youtube.com backslash We Are Podcast Network. Once again, all links can be found in the description. Come check out our live stream every Monday at 8 p.m. And for a full list of future films, check out our social media. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast. And with that, back to the horror cast. Let's get to some clips. Am I still sharing the screen? Yeah. Can y'all still see the sh- All right, cool. The hotel. Uh, uh, David, does that look like a miniature to you? It looks like a miniature to me. No, it doesn't it's look not, miniature to me. It's not a miniature. No, you're very wrong. Yeah, Kub- Kubrick didn't use any miniatures in this. Everything Dude, was shot. That looks like a miniature. Oh, yeah. That's how good it is. That's how yeah. good the <laughs> shot is. Yeah. Tony. What about Tony? Tony. He's looking for All right, so Tony, just to throw this out there, Raph, because I didn't know this either. Tony is actually Danny Torrance from the future talking to him. That's what the character is going on. It's actually when he's seeing the flashes of murder and this and that, uh, Danny Torrance from the future has the ability to show the young Danny Torrance that. So, what he's already seen, yes, what the things that's crazy for real. So, yeah, I don't know why. So, Ewan McGregor is talking to a young one, so that is so who decided to dress her up as Raggedy and all. (laughs) Come on, Tony, don't be silly. Oh, classic Tony. Well, how come you didn't want to go? I just don't. I think a fart would have been a better no, actor. Let's just wait and see. <laughs> I think we're all going to have a real good time. I'm just saying, like, the stepfather in Radio Fire had a good point. Like, like I could see where he's coming from. Oh, my Jesus God. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Hobby. <laughs> kids had to create was a radio is. fire to get out of there. Was that was that Daniel? Was that was that that was a, that was the Baldwin, right? That the was non-related Adam Baldwin. Yeah, Adam Baldwin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, unique pool. 
the tragedy. Remember about the tragedy we had up here during the winter of 1970? But at some point during the winter, he must have suffered some kind of a complete mental breakdown. He ran amuck and... Muck, amuck, amuck. He killed his family with an axe. Oh, yeah, that funny guy? In one of the rooms of the West Wing, and uh, then he... uh, He put uh, both barrels of a shotgun in his mouth. Police, uh, I thought that it was what the old timers used to call cabin fever. There it is. The blood elevator. Oh, it's so good. So this took nine days to set up. And they ended up filming it three times until they got it right. But it looks immaculate. That looks like blood. That's gorgeous. So Water. <laughs> and what's the sound again, like design, said, man? Dorm doctor sleep. That thing's on a timer. It goes off every thirty minutes. Uh, accident. Danny had scattered some of his school papers. That all ash. Over now, look at that ash. That's yeah. Ash. <laughs> God, this reminds me of every this fucking sort of thing mid, like lower middle class house in America in nineteen eighty. Yep. On this particular occasion. I mean, look at the shitty ass job he's taking. I mean, it's Danny's arm. First appears. <laughs> so that would have been better if uh, all the darts were in the center. Hey, hey, whoa, 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 real quick. That that is not in the original, is it? What? This scene is not in the original movie. I do not know. Uh, I don't okay. think it is. I don't think because I don't believe. I believe that is a added to an extended cut because that is, I don't do not believe that it was the original American cut. Yeah, because the first time he sees them is in the hallway, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is not in the original cut. What are you doing, yeah. Duck? Why My is this in here? Boo! We have to change done, everything Duck. now. It's a scat cast, man! Okay, scrub, the, scrub the cast, redo it. Oh, yeah, we gotta redo come it. Come on over and say hello to Mr. and Mrs. That's a fucked up name. Hey, let's call the black guy a scat, man. Scat, man! Nice to meet you. This clip's a little bit long. Bear with me. Oh, that's just great. He's like, do y'all have a kid? I could like there's people that have this shining are like fucking Jedi. Like they die, but not really. No, you don't. Nah. What's your favorite food then? French fries and ketchup. Well, I think. Come along now, How do you know we call him Doc? Doc. Because I'm crazy, bitch. God, I love Shelly Duvall. Good lord. We were no, talking was... about it earlier. It's just me and you, Hobbs. No one else. Yeah, I, 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 I don't see it. You don't maybe see as, it? Maybe as Olive. But... It's like it's like Rab said. It's because she looks like she's out of a Tim Burton movie. That's probably why we yeah. like her. He's right. That, that's got to be a but. I like. I I know like. Well, anyway, Kelly Duvall, like when she was in her prime, could fucking get it, bro. Dude, <laughs> that, that picture, Gorgeous. that picture you posted was super hot. What's up, Doc? And then, uh, you know, Kubrick happened, and then she gone. Like, <laughs> would you like some ice cream, Doc? That was a bit sinister. Do you know how I knew your name was Doc? I can remember. When I was a little boy. Because <laughs> you a creep. Don't be a creep, scat man. Uh, real quick. 
Uh, little little fun fact for you. Uh, this character is a relative of Mike Hamlin from It. Yes. He's uh, mentioned in uh, it are you movie. serious? Yeah. Love it. That's crazy. Yeah. He's are you serious? Yep. Yeah. Holy fuck! So, Shining and It take place in the same universe. Yes. Oh, all pretty Stephen much. King both yeah, the whole Stephen King thing is a big. You know, the Dark Tower pretty much tells you that the access. whole thing is. Yeah, it's one giant. That's what Castle Rock's based on. All that. But that's every, a that's a five every, every home is on top of a Indian burial ground in yeah. every fucking <laughs> well, movie. Well, they say well, that in this movie that that, that this was yeah Indian land. So yeah, that's yeah, crazy, that's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, yeah, they're all connected. That's uh, fucking nuts. And Castle Rock season one is amazing. Go watch that. Yeah, Castle Rock season two is not. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> first season is killing, which is sad because it was based on misery, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And like, here's the thing: like, how do I put it? So, like, misery, man, misery might be the greatest Stephen King movie by the numbers yeah. ever made. By the numbers, just by the numbers. Like, you don't need to do a series on it. Like, it's like it's done. It's you know, it, it happened. You know, it's like we're good. Yeah, it was almost like the, the misery was basically like they just took the novel and made the screenplay out of it. Yeah, but I, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's such a it's such a well encompassed. Like to me, like to me, I would consider misery a masterpiece. If I were to consider like a Stephen King movie a masterpiece, saw when I was young and all that stuff. But yeah, they decided to make that into the second season. It's like. Nobody gives a shit. We've already been down this road. So they shut yeah. the whole like premise of misery into a whole season of a show. Yeah. Well, it was like it was like her. It was like the prequel. The prequel to misery. How Annie became Annie, essentially. <laughs> Pretty much. <yeah. laughs> That's Pretty much. Anyway. Just like you probably thought you was the only one. Shit, like motherfucker. The <laughs> mostly, they yeah, I would like, to, I would, I would like to, to redo this as Samuel L. Jackson to see the Samuel L. Jackson voiceover. Yes. It's the shining, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you do not go into room no, no, 237, hey, hey, motherfucker. Hey, <laughs> uh, real quick, though, if they were to remake this movie, I think there's not an actor alive I'd rather see do it than Tony Todd. I think Tony Todd would absolutely Ooh, wreck that race. He's also Dude, pretty the, much the. I think he's the same age as as uh, Scatman was in the in the, in the Shining. So the, the, yeah. the guy that did the Scatman role in Doctor Sleep was fucking spot on. Amazing. Yeah, he did great too. Rolling, 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 rolling. What? What? Here's your sound design, David. Here you go. Yep. That green one was called the Green Machine. Was it? Right there. No, that's got. Man, I think that has to be fully. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that sound. Off. It's too good. Yeah. I just love that, man. I love that shot. So. And it's and it's just giving you it's giving you anxiety because you're turning those corners. Tell me. You, you don't, don't know it's around the corners. That would be so much fun. Oh, that. Oh no, dude, don't don't do it. Do it, do it, bro. Uh, I don't like to be it. in a hotel. I don't like to be in a hotel by myself nowadays. So fucking imagine that shit. I love dude the when car, that bro. when that door opens up and the fucking ball comes out. Oh, we didn't even talk about the Pentagon shape of the carpet, or is it? A, 
what's a hexagon? Uh, hexagon. hexagon. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it, it supposedly it so represents. That, no, the, it's not. That's not. A, that's that's a pentagon. So supposedly it represents one, two, three, four, five. Yes, the, uh, guess, like, yeah. yeah, it represents yeah, the landing pad for the NASA space shuttle. So I think I I clipped it. So we'll get to that. Mm. It just looks like a bunch of penises. <laughs> Jack you see penises everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Whenever you come hey, hey, rap the back of that chair. Looks like a penis. penis. <laughs> <It actually laughs> like a or a pawn, which is essentially a It penis. does look like a pawn, which is the penis for the brain. Understand? Oh, we didn't talk about his typing either. That every, every page. Yeah. I'm coming up with a really move. cool book. Whenever I'm in here, you hear me typing. Okay, he's such a dick. Whether you don't hear me typing, yeah. what the fuck you hear me doing in here when I'm in here, that means that I am working. That means don't come in. <laughs> How do you think you can handle that? No. Uh, all I hear is Homer Simpson. <laughs> I just hear Homer Simpson. Twins. There they are. Hard pass. What you looking at? You trying to get this dick or what? Like, check out my big wheels, bitches. Whoa. <laughs> hey, I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you know, Javi, that last comment will not age well in the next 10 years. <laughs> I don't think it aged well in the first right 10 now. seconds, to be honest. Bro, that was solid. Oh, oh. Well, we're off Twitch now. Dude. Oh, that fucked me up. Can't show that on Twitch. I wouldn't mind seeing like a fucking like prequel series to this. Like, what happened with that first family? I know we we know what happened. Yeah, yeah. Or, like how the Overlook became the Overlook. I would I would love to see that. That would be a great. That would be a great series. It's the same. Well, like the building, the building of the Overlook. Yeah. Everybody dies building it. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, right here he's possessed. He's like, Did he get an Oscar for this role? Never say that. No. no. The movie wasn't that well received. Dude. Yeah, the movie yeah. was pan, bro. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? It was, yeah. It's what it's like it's like the thing. When it came out, it ate shit, and now it's a fucking classic. Yeah. Like uh, people, I said earlier, people weren't ready for it, man. They weren't you missed ready. it. Shelly Duvall Sorry. got a Razzie nomination for yeah. it. So. Wait, the Razzies were even going on back in the 70s? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Razzie's been around for a long time. Jeez, I thought that was like a 90s thing. Never. Don't you? Huh? Yes, we were talking about VHS terrifying. earlier. Trucks and stuff. Here it is. So supposedly, this is supposed to be a recreation of the NASA moon landing pad. And then these are how the trucks are formed on the Apollo 11 whenever he stands up, which I don't think I got him standing up, but the Apollo 11 is on his shirt. Nightmare. The big the big thing is the moon ho the moon landing was a hoax and Stanley Kubrick directed it. That's the whole theory. And then he made The Shining to tell everyone that that is the case. So little dream I ever had. It's okay. It's okay now. I dreamed that I that I killed you and Danny. Oh shit! <laughs> but I didn't just kill you. <laughs> I cut you up in little pieces. <laughs> oh my god. Danny. 
que ele foi? Ele foi que... Womp. You son of a bitch! He's such a good actor. So good, dude. You've ever been accused of something you've done in the past, but you didn't do it recently? He, he got that look on his face. He's like, wait, I didn't do it this time. I swear to God. What are you talking about? I also, it's one of those things where like, I didn't do it this time, but if you think I did, I might as well do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because I've done something bad in the past. Here, I like this freaking out in the hallway. And the music going along with it. Hi, Lloyd. A little slow tonight, isn't it? <laughs> and to have that movie cut into him actually seeing somebody, it, just so epic. Look, and yes, then he knows his name. He knew his name right off the bat. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. You can do that, can't you, Lloyd? You're not too busy, are you? <laughs> no, sir. I'm not busy at all. Good man. You set him up and I'll knock him back, Lloyd. One by one. Kiss, kiss. There you go, guys. I couldn't, I couldn't clip the moment before. Yeah, you could have. You've done it before. I don't count the old woman negative. Which doesn't either. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Nice. Yo. <laughs> Red rum. So that old lady choked Danny out, right? When he walked in there? Yes. Danny's okay. Away, Mrs. Torrance. She made him breastfeed her like that fucking psycho <laughs> and barbarian. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Great, great job, hon. Your novel so, looks amazing. Oh, so, yeah. boy. So uh, Kubrick's secretary had to type up all those pages that took her. <laughs> He probably made her redo him. He's like, this is wrong! I think you have some very definite ideas about, about Danny. what should be done with Danny, and I'd like to know what they are. I love this. <laughs> Bro, it's not acting if he's really crazy. That's all I gotta say. Maybe he should be taken to a doctor. You think maybe he should be taken I'm to a doctor? I'm not gonna lie, whenever I see this <laughs> theme, especially after meeting JD. I've seen Jay kind of get this attitude. <laughs> oh, really? You think you're going to do that? <laughs> you think maybe he should be taken to a doctor? As soon as possible. As soon as possible. As soon as right possible. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you believe his health might be at stake? Yes. You are concerned about him. Yeah, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time, though. Yeah, like when once it picked up, I was like, Fuck. I just want to go back to my. I was room. like, swing, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very confused. I just need a chance to think things over. Then that's great. They're still going up the stairs. That's awesome. To think things over. What good's a few minutes more gonna do you now? Stay with me. Please! It's so intense. Wendy, darling, light of my life. My life? I'm not gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. I'm gonna bash them right the fuck 
in. That was awesome. So intense. Murder! Here's Johnny. Little pigs, little pigs, let me come in. Not by the hair on your chinny chin chin. Then I'll huff, and I'll puff, and I'll blow your house in. I forgot all about that part. So they made a fake door. And Jack Nicholson used to be a fireman, so he knew how to come through a door with an axe, and mm -hmm. he went through the door too quickly. So they had to get <laughs> a real door. <laughs> I don't understand why she got a razzle. I think she's amazing. Yeah, yeah she, she did pretty good right there. Now, was this line improvised or was it in the book? Improvised. Here's Johnny. Your Stanley name isn't Kubrick. Johnny. Stanley Kubrick was uh, British. He didn't have Johnny Carson evidently in Britain, <clears throat> so he, he didn't get the reference. But he almost took it out of the movie. Uh, now it's one of the most iconic things ever. That was awesome. That man dead. Oh, there you go, Rap. Uh, I that. That's the saddest part. So what I learned today was that the director wanted to only shoot that about three times, but the old man, the black man wanted to shoot it like 50 times. And they thought because he was older, he couldn't do it. But Jack had his back and they actually shot it about 50 times. But Damn. you saw that one. That was one of the first takes. <laughs> old scat man. Johnny boy or Danny boy. Sorry. Danny! This actually Danny. creeped me out legit. Like when he crawls out of there. Danny. Ooh, shit. Again, the music. The hedge maze. So all this is just fake smell? Yeah. 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 Die. Shot at Pinewood Studios, I believe, in London. Yeah. Actually, Raiders of the Lost Ark was supposed to shoot there earlier, and they had to push it back because the film <laughs> filmed, it was only supposed to film for two months or three months, and they ended up filming for a year. Of course, Kubrick. Kubrick! Is he having a heart attack? Or is he just cold? Punk Chewbacca, bro. <laughs> there it is. That's awesome. I always thought it was him in character. Rolled up. Well, I wonder where that is now. The photo. Love the photo. And his positioning is that of Baphomet. Is it really? Position. Uh huh. That's how Baphomet yeah. is positioned. And this goes back that to song. that. 
to what uh, David was saying, that skeleton scene, because the previous shot where everybody was in the ballroom, like everybody was in costume from the 20s, and it was badass. So for them to skip out and not use real I skeletons know, man. It was, was crazy. So, so cheesy. So could it be, wait, can, did he have The Shining as well? The father? No. Yeah. No. I was curious of that too, but I don't think he did. It was just no. the hotel, Scatman, and Danny who had it. So. Yes. And uh, one of the girls. I mean, I, I always got kind of the, like, ever since I saw The Fucking Shining, knew that it was like a thing. Oh, uh, fucking Dr. Sleep. Like, what if, like, the hotel, like, pretty much takes on somebody to be its vessel. Yeah, it's a vessel. Yeah. So that's what he was. Yeah. Because he wanted to get the key, uh, Danny killed so he could take the kid's soul. Yeah, so he could use feed, The hotel the wanted to feed off eats. the shining. Like yeah. in, in yeah. Dr. Sleep, how it eats from Rose the Hat at the end. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go recommendations. My first moment, of course, would be the 1997 version of The Shining yeah, with I the wings man in it. I'm only recommending this because I think it's not good from what I've seen. It's very cheesy and over the top, but Jay said it's, it's okay, right? Rebecca, it's just, it's right. Way, yeah, she's, and it's just way more faithful, but yeah, it's it's pretty cheesy. That's the girl from Look Who's Talking Now. She was the one that was trying to seduce John Travolta. Is that, is that right? <laughs> yeah. You got yeah. receipts on that? I got uh, all the receipts. Bro. All right. Uh, the next one I'll recommend is Dr. Sleep, of course, because we've already talked about it. It's a perfect sequel uh, whatever wherever it lays so good it's just it's just so good back to back i say watch these I, it just makes you appreciate the shining so much more from watching it and as a standalone film it works you don't even have to see the shining so great work nicely done uh those are my recommendations what do you guys got room 237 the documentary yes about the moon landing hoax is that what it's about yeah ba- it. basically it, the doc it's it goes through every single weird conspiracy theory ever written about The Shining, and it, and it goes by pretty fast. Mm. But it is insane. Some of the cool stuff they they talk about. I don't believe the moon landing thing, but I love the idea. They go over how none of the floor plans in The Shining make sense. How they show <laughs> one scene of them walking this way, and then when they open the door, it's a completely different room. But I wanted to, I wanted to show you guys something. One of my favorite things I got from Spirit Halloween. It's an actual oh, map nice. of the Overlook Hotel. Very it has nice. all Very the little nice. spots. That is super cool. Yeah, it's because they were sets, and they took them around and took different pictures of hotels, and they just said, like, we like this one, we like this yeah. one. And then they just wanted it to be kind of that way, much like the hedge maze. They wanted you to kind of get lost in it. So, yeah, but the um, amount of conspiracy theories around this movie is just phenomenal. And then when yeah. you watch the documentary, you're like, Maybe the moon landing was a hoax. What well, even? But but at least he admits how crazy it sounds. Like he doesn't he doesn't claim that it's the gospel. He's no, like, I know this. No, he's like, I know this sounds. I know it makes me sound like a lunatic. But yeah. he's but like in the way like the one thing I definitely want to do I, from that documentary is I definitely want to see the movie frontwards and backwards because oh, they say yeah. if you watch it frontwards and backwards, it all. Tells a different overlays story that it. yeah that co- that completely lines up. Well, you so have that, to watch it; it overlays itself, right? That's what he means when you watch it. Yeah, you, you yeah, have, you kind of have an opacity to the to the thing, so they play over each other. Really? That's yeah. Yeah. So there's so there's a part I think where the 
where the uh, where the, uh, the 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 elevator explodes with the blood, and it's supposed to coincide with another scene. But the one, the one scene I definitely remember is that they said that if you look at the the helicopter shot of them going over that you know that that water, uh, and then you you'll see the uh, you'll see the the picture of the of the dance party. It's like if you Im- overlay them together, it really looks like a postcard, like a picture perfect postcard. Damn, yeah. I didn't know that. I'm surprised you didn't see it, man. You were all those dro- all those facts you were dropping came directly from that documentary. I was yeah, like, I never this guy's seen it. I saw another YouTube documentary many years ago that was kind of like a precursor to 237. So, uh, who's got a recommendation? I do. Well, we already uh, said it. Uh, the Amityville Horror, but the newer one, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, it Get wasn't bad. Get the fuck out of here! Really? Yeah. It's, it's a diff- it's a it's a little different than the original one, but it 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 gets out there. I've I love Ryan Reynolds. I, I've never seen it. Though. What you got, Hobbs? I'm gonna go with Stir of Echoes. You can't go wrong with Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Oh, Stir of Echoes is Mighty awesome. Mighty Ducks too. She rapes him in that movie. Oh my God. Also, also, somebody I got Stur- raped in the Mighty Ducks in Mighty 2? Ducks 2? No, in a Stir of Echoes. Like, oh, there God. She was, in, she was in Mighty Ducks 2. She was Emilio Estevez's love interest in Mighty Ducks 2. And then rapes him. <laughs> and, but she does, like, just, like, forces I was like, Disney took a turn, dude. I got... Uh, Stir of Echoes was written by the guy that wrote 7. Really? Yeah. Nice. Hey, guys, Which, I wanted by to show the you way, my... Uh, uh-huh. Uh, uh, Jay is very upset that we did not put seven on the top five, and I am with. Oh, we, no, we I'm not mad. I'm surprised. I'm surprised we all let that one slide by the wayside. Yeah. Well, well, is that is that a more of a horror movie and, and is it more uh, of a more psychological? Of a yeah, more of a thriller. It would count as a dude. He, give me a fucking break. The guy's a the guy's the guy, guy's the original Jigsaw for crying out loud. That's a horror movie. Look, Here is, that, is that a, a NECA? Uh, no, this is not a NECA. This is from Red Man. He uh, makes these uh, by order only. Oh, uh, took nice. me took me two years to get this one. They're handmade. Is it the uh, the wrapper? Yeah, that's what I was red man. No, oh. red man. Red man toys. Oh, oh. <laughs> How much did that cost? I bet a pretty penny. Two hundred. God damn. God damn. Uh, Jay, what you got for your recommendation? Man, if we're going haunted house movies, I'm gonna go with something a little fun. I'm gonna go with House on Haunted Hill from 1999. Yeah. That's the worst CGI that, ever. I did not like that movie. I <laughs> like the original fun. black and white. No, I'm one. thinking of that the haunting. I'm so sorry, Jay. Fun. I'm Dude. thinking of the haunting. Yeah, that's okay. The no, haunting. No. The haunting came out uh, three months before House on a Hill, and yes, the haunting is it's garbage. And I think yeah. it's got a pretty. Is it, didn't, it, didn't Spielberg direct that? No, 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 uh, no. It was okay. Jean Jean Debont, the guy that did Jean Debont. Okay, so yeah, uh, you definitely not know, but House on a Hill. That movie surprised the shit yeah. out of me. So much. That fun. was the that was the first Dark Castle the one with movie Chris I ever saw. <laughs> loved it. Dude, loved it. It's so it's bad. bad. <laughs> it's so 1999. It's nine. I'll put it this way: it's no worse than Idle Hands. So uh, I would disagree with that. 100%. No, Idle Hands is good. Idle Hands uh, is good. Hey, House Fam- of Famke, Hill is Jensen. Jensen's in House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, so, did, did, did Idle Hands get a sequel? Okay, that's what did I thought. Did House on Haunted Hill get I, a crap DVD I sequel? <laughs> Idle Hands doesn't need a sequel. It's a masterpiece. House on Haunted Hill is shit. <laughs> Holy terrible. shit. Guys, did you know that Robert Zemeckis produced it? 
No. No. What, the haunting? No, the house on Haunted Hill. Makes God sense. Goddamn right he did. Goddamn right he did. During his period of making crap CGI fest <laughs> Beowulf and the pool. No, of Doug, Doug, that's Doug, all they had. Doug's just mad that... Duck's just mad that the black guy survived. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it did, it did pretty good. It, it, I'm like, kidding. Uh, it made it made pretty some pretty good money off of its budget. No, it did. That movie was not. That movie was not a bomb. It was not a bomb. Oh, now, it, that, it, did, it, it did get a direct DVD sequel, Return to House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, with Chris yeah, O'Tan but, coming back. <laughs> but, and, then, and then you know what? You know what I really loved about that? It's got Jeffrey Combs in it, man. Combs. Playing a, Jeffrey yeah, Jeffrey Combs. Rush. Jeffrey Rush. Yeah, Jeffrey Jeffrey Rush as well, but Jeffrey Combs is in it. He plays the he plays the the crazy the crazy doctor in that. Oh shit! So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's a throwback. It just does it just does everything right. So I mean, I love you know. the original Vincent Price movie, the black and white one with the skeleton at the end. That was back when they did the art house thing where they had like the skeletons float through the theater and shit like that. I would love that. <laughs> very popcorn. Very popcorn. All right, guys. Well, that is uh, The Shining. Uh, David, where can they find you on the internet? They can find me at Stop Motion Nightmares on Facebook, Children of David on Instagram, and the Addison Improv this Wednesday. Woo! We got what do we got? Tales, Tales from the Dark Side. Tales from the Dark Side. Greatest poster ever made. Love it. Oh, I don't know about that, but thank you. Uh, Hobby, where can they find you? In Addison, Texas. Oh. <laughs> you can find me in my art and my frogs at Javi uh, Bear Studios on TikToks and Instagram. Nice. Raph, how about you? Where can they find Raphael you? Raphael Fest on YouTube, and I got new videos coming out tomorrow, guys. You changed your name finally on uh... No, it's the same one. It's Raphael Fez or RFL S O N. But if you put that, that fucking soccer player comes on. So I'm just telling people to put my name on it for now. I have a name for my new one. I just have to make it, which will probably be done this week. You've been saying that for a year. <laughs> I know, but I've also been working. Is it I don't want to say Fez, it. but not that Fez from that 70s show. It's, it's gonna Fez. it's gonna be Sean Connery. Yeah, I can find me on Sean <laughs> Connery. Oh, well, he's bad. dead, so yeah, that name's that name is oh, oh man. Man, that's sad. You're, uh, Jay, you're Sean you still, Connery. Jay, you I'm still Sean going Connery. to Ego Phoenix, or did you finish it up? No, I'm still doing it. And uh, yeah, I think this week, yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go straight Tuesday through Monday, and we're gonna do our soul, our soul Monday entry on Halloween. So it's gonna be fun. We got Tuesday Bruise Day. We got Women Conquer Wednesday. I just started <laughs> Thursday. We're doing Thursday Thursday with cold movies. <laughs> Friday, is, Friday is Friday Night Delights. That's that's more of a free for all. It's kind of dealer's choice on that. And then Saturday is our uh, versus series. This will be the final versus of the of the year. So I'm hoping to do something pretty big. Last week's we did the God Hand from Berserk versus the Cenobites. Cast oh. your votes, everybody. That's a pretty oh. that's a pretty good one, isn't it? That's Bro, a pretty good. That's that's a pretty good throwdown, isn't it? So, God yeah. hands, berserk all the way. Yeah. Hey, well, I mean, yeah. you, I mean, I get it. They got inspired by the Cenobites. Why wouldn't they be better? <laughs> oh, <laughs> right on. And you can find us on the internet at wearepodcast.podbean.com, where you can find all the podcasts. Check out our social media: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at backslash wearepodcast. And you can find us every Monday for Camp Slash Warcast, where we talk horror movies from the past live at eight PM Central. Uh, here on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all the places. Uh, with that said, next week will be episode 100 with Silence of the Lambs. That will be our top pick. The I'm Silence the of the Lambs. <laughs> 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 with that said, keep horror in your heart. 
Keep it in Bye. your heart, motherfuckers. And we'll cut the feed. Silence and Lamb. Bye, everybody. Brr. And there it is. Thank you again so much for checking out the podcast today. If you enjoyed it, head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And since this is Camp Slash Horrorcast, if you want to check us out live, we will be on Twitch and YouTube every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Time. You can find us at twitch.tv backslash We Are Podcast Network and youtube.com backslash We Are Podcast Network. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, you're going to love the other podcasts here on the We Are Podcast Network. We have We Are Air, where we talk movies, entertainment, whatever the fuck we want to talk about. That's me, that's Jake, and that's Javi. We're breaking down that pop culture, and we're having so much fun. And don't forget to check out We Are Begoo, a video game podcast, where we talk Atari to Steam and everything in between. That's me and Dr. Ethan Eastwood breaking down all that video game lore. Heroes, Jeros, a Dungeons and Distractions side quest. Me and the boys were playing some D&D. You can start that one from Season 1, Episode 1. It's a blast the whole way through. And I hate being sober. Personal stories from epic people. I sit down with some of my favorite people of all time. We talk about their trials, their tribulations, and their journey this far. Also, check the links in the description for our social media. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast network. With that said, hopefully we see you in the live stream. <laughs>